Hey listener, this is Ralph from Beer, Blood, and the Bayou, reminding you that if you love our podcast, please rate and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Classmates.com, or wherever you consume our show. We also want to remind you that if you have any questions, comments, or would like to unload on our latest podcast, please call us at 405-806-0476 or write us at listener at beerbloodbayou.com. Thanks. Beer, Blood, and the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. Saturday, October 2nd, Star Sailor, Beer Blood in the Bayou. Are you guys excited? The mini meats of Newark. The mini meats, the mini meats of Newark. There's going to be, be there. there's going to be gabagool. There's going to be sausage and peppers. There's going to be Karen, uh, Karen And most importantly, there's going to be Brower. That's right, and uh, I will t- uh, uh, gabagool if it's anything like the gabagool we test uh, ran last weekend. Uh, super salty. No, it was super delicious. It was really good. And, uh, really good. I was a little worried coming out of like a soggy package from a backpack that slung over Ralph's shoulder. Yeah, it was weird. No, he pulled. It was kind of warm, and he pulled out of your cargo short pocket. Mm. Yeah, it was like. It reminded me of like Napoleon Dynamite's tots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, uh, that's fu- <laughs> so that's fucked up. But, um, but they went, yeah, uh, it it uh, it was pretty good. I was I was impressed. How was no no? Uh, give me give me. I say give I me this. It an, uh, an a A minus on presentation and uh, a you know an A a solid A on taste. Okay, so, so... more or are you bringing what you brought over <laughs> in a Ziploc bag? <laughs> No, um, so I also did, I did drop off, um, the night before I, I dropped, so I made a whole loaf, I like to call it a whole meat loaf of, uh, gabagool, and uh, I brought over some for Josh James, we had a little drinking adventure on Friday night, and, uh, yeah, left some over at his house. Josh, what'd you think of the gabagool? I mean, I never had it before, but it was definitely... Uh, I mean, it was saltier than normal to me, but I don't use salt on anything, but mm. I definitely wouldn't eat it. It's a cured meat. It wasn't like... Yeah, I mean, so... I, it was so good. It's not, it's not, yeah, it's not gabagool. <laughs> it's not capicola in yeah. its true form. It's more of a... It's an interpretation, a Texas smoked, post-oak smoked interpretation of the gabagool. So it's a little bit different. Wait, wait uh, Jaime, you don't put salt on anything? Nothing. God, white people, am I right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I only put a uh, fancy ketchup on my stuff. No, I mean I. Uh, I don't really. I mean, if I make hot wings on the grill, I use salt, but I typically don't use salt a lot, which is weird. I know, but yeah, it's really season, weird. Like, like if I were to get chips and salsa, like at a restaurant, I'm not going to grab the salt shaker, but salt all over. Yeah, no, me either. 
Uh, so I am super thrilled about this weekend. I mean, not not only. Oh, I thought you wanted to talk more about salt. No, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Not only for the meat, but the uh, uh, the mini saints. Uh, can't wait That's to right. See yeah, mini 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 saints of Newark. You know, um, uh, the old lady knew nothing about the movie. I showed her a trailer, and <laughs> she—you would have thought—I like uh, showed her Star Wars for the first time. She was like, "Are you kidding me? This is a real thing." She had no idea. <laughs> no idea. And then uh, when I we told her that it was uh, Tony or you know Ganafini's son, she was even more mind blown. As a, she's a Sopranos fan. Yeah, she's Apparently, like, oh she yeah, was, yeah, I was there. She's like. Movie, she was like, that I looks... I what it's like. With, with, that must be like living in that kind of shadow. I mean, like, look, I keep, I, I see these crazy, like, uh, Photoshop images of, like, him sitting down and a picture of Tony Soprano standing over him, his son, you know, with a, holding a drink. You know, it, it just, it feels very, like, ghoulish, you know? And, like, I, I mean, I get that, uh, I think it's really great that he's going to follow, you know, in the role, but doesn't it feel a little weird? And I, I, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I guess I think I think yeah. you can pull it off. It looks pretty good, but you know, I mean, it's a lot of pressure. And and very few of the tra- as a matter of fact, I can't think of any trailer where I've seen him speak. Oh no 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 no! He does. He's oh, like, well, you can meet his son. No, yeah, he does. I'm not, he does. I'm not saying he's mute, but I'm saying like no in the phone. I saw the one in the phone booth when there was a guy like he's like yeah he's like hey jerk off the phone booth yeah. I'll bet you you know it wouldn't surprise me. He's like no he goes he goes he goes what'd you say? That's what he says. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if they downplay his role. Like, he's actually, like, not the star. He's more like a co-star. It's more about, you know, Dickie Moltestock. No, that's what I've heard. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Junior and, uh, and Johnny Boy Soprano. That's what oh, I've heard. Oh, like, he come to find out he sucks an actor, and they're like, oh, God, we got to fix this. Yeah, they just kind of, like, downplay his role a little better. Well, I've, know, re- I've read, I've, I've, I've read the reviews. Before. The reviews are really good, yeah. and they're very, they're very complimentary on his performance, too, so... What are they gonna say? No, he sucks. He's just like his dad. Let's resurrect him, please. We love God. I don't know. I mean, but... like, a, like a weekend of Barney's kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I heard. I heard though that it was like so. Basically, they they had to in certain parts. They had him to kind of like pull back a little bit because he was so much like his dad. And they basically said like, "Hey, listen, um, what you know about uh, Tony Soprano's character." Like in his thirties and forties, um, yeah. well, like he doesn't like he he as a child doesn't know that yet. So you have yeah, to, you know, these are things that you have to develop, and you haven't developed yet. So you have to pull back. And I was like, whoa, dude, that is like fucking. That is pretty fucking cool, man. How many? Yeah, exactly. How many times do you think he's watched this entire series? I don't know, but he knows. So I've watched a ton of interviews, and I've been doing a bunch of fanboy shit. Dude, he knows everything about everything about everything. So, I mean, yeah, he knows like all the nooks and crannies. So, there was uh my buddy, my buddy uh uh David, he sent me a video this morning. It was you guys know Binging with Babish? Yeah. So, Binging with Babish had him on there. Um what's 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 his name? What's his name? With the the kid who plays the young Tony Soprano. Gondolfini Jr. Yeah, Gondolfini Jr. Whatever. So he had him on. And uh, as a gift to... I think his name is Gandalf, actually. As, yeah. as a gift to the... <laughs> Gandalf Gandolfini? Yes. <laughs> no, I think that... Is that all right? I can Google it. 
as a as a gift to the uh, Benji Mababish guy, he he brought Artie Bucco's uh, whites, his chef whites, and let him like wear it while, while he was cooking. Remember the rabbit episode where he cooks a rabbit? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he like, it's fucking great, man. So like, he had to Babish had to like pretend like his hand was burnt, and he could only cook with one hand. And uh, but dude, he was so the younger Gondolfini was just sitting there spouting off like all this like knowledgeable trivia about the show, and it was pretty fucking pretty fucking. I wonder if he remembers the episode that's the shit where they had to uh, Christopher Monsanti had to eat mustard packets to survive in the winter. Dude, it's called it's called the Pine Barrens. The Pine Barrens. Of course, he saw that. It's the funniest episode ever. It's like one of the best episodes, man. Of course. So fucking hilarious. We're fucking dying out here. Ah, I'm so excited. Uh, I'm currently in the middle of a rewatch myself. I don't know about you guys. Are you really? No, I finished a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I just I just watched uh, Janice blow away Richie April. Popping her in the mouth. Dude, I fucking hate Janice, man. Yeah, I was so bad for. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I think maybe she got a bad rap, but I, uh, I don't uh, know, man. She's uh, just like quiz. maybe it's because was, maybe it's because let, let, I thought we never talked uh, over each other. Do what? I said I thought we never talked over each other. Uh, that's right. We don't. Go ahead. What was her name for what? Her her name when she came back, season one. It wasn't Janice. She had some other kind of wacky like uh, Eastern name. What was it? Poverty. <laughs> Her name was Poverty? It was like uh, Provati or something, like Provati. Really? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, yeah I don't remember that either. she was going by the first and second season when she, came, when she first came back. Wasn't, <laughs> wasn't Janice? That was like her nickname or yeah, what? No, nah, it was like uh, she decided she, she changed her name and then she, when Richie got out of the joint, she uh, went back to Janice. Oh. I mean, she was a great actress for that role, by the way. Yeah, Amy Petura. Yeah, she's really good. Uh, yeah, so anyway, this is Beer, Blood, and the Bayou. This is Beer, Blood, and the Bayou. Yeah. Yep. Come out. Uh, right, so on the phone. Hang out with us on limited seating, though, right? At the Tinker Taylor Sailor Party? <laughs> Star Sailor. Tinker Taylor. <laughs> uh, what's the meaning behind the name Star Sailor? It's a nautical theme. I'm not really 100% sure, but I don't Maybe know. like Star at Night, Guide Your Sailor Home? I don't know. I don't know, but just know that uh, just come come hungry, come ready to watch a lot, of, some, a lot of fish and chips. Yeah, a lot of fish and oh, chips. It's and, a nautical theme. Um, like, where they have like uh, like ballasts and uh, oars and like, or is it like uh, shirts with like that American uh, red, white, and blue logo on it? T-shirt. So Nautica. it's like that. Nautical or Nautical like brand. And their major logo. So in their logo, there's a there's a mermaid. Like Tom Hilfiger kind of. More like a mermaid place. Oh, nautical, nautical. What is it, nautica? Nautical. Yeah, it's more of like a mermaid place. Like that's their big deal. So, okay. um. Oh, did you know that mermaiding is a thing? What does that mean? A fetish? Like, no, I'm sure, but they're like girl women get these mermaid outfits and these like dense like fiber like like bone rubber sort of fins with these like suits that are like look like half a fish and they swim around and i mean uh, this is a thing uh, where, where where do you wear this in in the water and you go swimming in it 
when I, uh, I built a I built a pool one time, a pool facility, and um, there was a young lady who came in and asked if we were going to do special classes. And I said, I'm not oh. sure. And I was like, special classes for what? Like adults? And she's like, well, kind of. It's really for mermaiding. And there was a phrase and a term. I don't remember what she said. But I asked her, I mean, she worked at a building next door. Hey, she might have been crazy or something. She said that I'll, I'll bring by my, I'll bring my, my mermaid costume. You can check it out. And I was thinking, this is going to be like kind of shitty, like Halloween costume. It was like real deal, polyurethane sort of like, um, uh, the, the, the body part, not, not, not the fins, but the, like the, the part that would cover up their legs and the, the fins itself were just, Big dent, like foam and rubberish sort of material. I was like, you must have spent a shitload of money on this. It's like the kind of material you make like a sex doll out of. You know the ones wow. you have? Or that one you used to have, Ralph? Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah I think what's your name? I think, you're making, I think you're making up a bunch of stuff, but that's just me, but whatever. You had two of them, right? That one, that one cup you had too. Who was his name? Uh, I don't I can't remember. Uh, Tom and like Betsy or something. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. So. All right. So let's. Uh, so hey, let's do. Let's do this real quick. I gotta say, Ralph. Yeah. A lot of work. A leg work getting this figured out. I was still hung up on the mermaid thing, but I we could go on. But that was. Yeah, we're gonna have to move on. We're gonna have to move on. He made some on the fly decisions that uh, hopefully will work out. We'll see. Maybe not. I think. I think they will, based on his previous successes. Hey. So, question: Who's gonna do the? We need some cardboard cutouts. Who's gonna do that? Of what? Of uh, the Sopranos. We need a life-size uh, Tony Soprano cutout. Uh, you know, decoupage. Well, so uh, I, listen. I have here. somebody you, you should ask for that. Who? That could, like, do you know somebody? Do. Who? Yes. Well, I'll tell you off, off air, off mic. Oh, off really? Mic. Really? Broward got a cardboard. Well, so I know. Listen, I, Josh. I know you have access to a large uh, plotter printer, and um, I'm gonna ne- I'm gonna send you a file. I'm gonna need you to print it off, and I can construct the uh, the pop up, the uh, cardboard pop up. Okay, well, let's to be clear, it's to print blueprints. So if it's gonna be a pop up, I'm gonna stand it up and it's just gonna roll itself up and it's. <laughs> so listen, man. I no 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 no. Listen, all I need, I just you want need a banner, like a happy birthday banner. No, I just. <laughs> By the way, I remember I used to print those off in like dot matrix printers. Do you remember that? Oh hell yeah! Do you remember oh, that? God, yeah. God, it's it like ugh, gross. You need to pull up the edges though if you want to look professional. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh wow, this is professional. No, no, no. So for real, like, um, Josh, I'm gonna send you a file. It's gonna be. I need you to print it off in color, and. Um, it's going to be a six by six foot by three foot. And uh, yeah, just roll it up, bring it over. We'll get some exacto knives and some cardboard and uh, we'll go to town. Well, I mean, is there not I anybody mean, you can picture of? God, yeah, I don't want to be like a, to- like a nudie or something. <laughs> Tony I'm Soprano. Work. Is there not anybody you can fucking just help us with this? Like I'm doing, uh, I just need some help. It is a nudie. It's a nudie. It is. Mm. <laughs> he won't tell you. I'd really like a soprano, uh, soprano uh, stand up. Anyhow, all right. So moving right along. Um, so Brower and I, uh, we're gonna go to the beer section real quick. So 
Brower and I had the pleasure of talking to a cast member of What's Up in the Cup, and Brower, hand over to you to do the full a introduction. Cast member. Cast member. Yeah, he's on. He's on the uh, What's Up in the Cup. They're a really uh, uh, like a kind of popular uh, Houston uh, podcast. They go to every brewery, winery, distillery in the city. They do all the footwork uh, it, it, that we don't do. It's a kind of a yeah. It's a kind of a rotating cast of like four to five people. Uh, but Derek uh, is really cool. Zeke's in the, uh, so he's uh, he's on on the on the cast. He's really cool. I've met met them and uh, yeah, it's um, they just kind of they do a lot of uh, you know what's going on in the brewery and um, I like kind you know kind of story of what's going on. Really smart guy too. So they uh, they have uh, a lot of um, interesting takes on, on on different things that are going on. Yeah. So but we got to we, we sat down with them and tried. Uh, the uh, Foxtoberfest they just uh, released uh, for the month but um, for this this season all over at Bearded Fox this past weekend uh, really good and uh, Ralph what did you think? I thought it was great man I thought um, dude I want to we definitely need to do some future casts with him man or the, for, with the whole group you know and just oh for sure I'd meet- love to get together with uh, with the what's, the, uh, what's up in the cup guys and I think they, they feel the same and I, I got really good positive feedback from Derek after we recorded with even though it was kind of on the fly, and we were he and I had to share a microphone, um, and it was still great. Oh, that's pretty cool. It, it was cute. It COVID. Well, well, we shared it. We shared a. We, we did share a uh, bowl of spaghetti. Yeah, and a straw. No, that's Saturday. That's Saturday. But, uh, no, they. Uh, it, it was. Uh, it, it worked out pretty great, even on the fly. So. Well, good deal. Okay, we'll so I'll, I'll listen. So I'll go. I'll go ahead and roll. Um, go ahead and roll that interview. And uh, we'll jump right back in here in a second. These kids cry. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a, so. I've only been here like what? How long? How long I've been here? Twenty uh, minutes? No, you've been a little longer than that. It's been a long day. It's been. I mean, I. It's not. It's Children make everything very. I'm not having a good time. Out. I'm not no, having a good time. It's not easy. I can see it on your face. Yeah. Hey, everybody. That's Derek. Hey, Derek. How are you? Derek. I am awesome. Yeah. What is going on? Hey, hey so Brower, what what I want yeah. you to do? Take the take the microphone out of the out of the stand, and then just hold it. Yeah, like like. Yeah. So like I'll be interviewing. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Oh, you gotta talk. You gotta talk directly into it. Yeah, I forgot. So we only got two mics. Um, oh, 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 they on like a reporter or something like that. No, no. Hey, he, how you yeah. doing? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is. It is just a whole it's, bunch of rain. Yeah, it's stay fucked where up you out are. Here. It is really messed up. It's fucked up out and here. And somehow they always hold it. I don't know what yeah. that means. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, you know that you know Isaiah Carey from Fox Twenty Six. Oh yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah, Isaiah I, I, Factor, man. Yeah, I, I love that guy. I follow him on Instagram. I follow him on Facebook. <laughs> he's really fucking funny, and he's really cool. And uh, he was that guy from that video where he swallowed that the, fucking the bug, bug. The bug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever so see that? He, he has some. He has some sound bites on. I mean, for talking about country ass, and that was I thought yeah, it was that, hilarious. Yeah. Now, it, what's the one he always said? Um, I um, the, when you hear him, like regular, like talking to him. Yeah. He sounds totally different. Yeah. Whereas, no, it seems like he's on the mic. He's like, "Hey, how are you?" Yes. You know, he has his his yeah. voice. Yeah. Voice. And I know he did this one. Uh, he wasn't with Fox, where he was like, "I ain't got no prop." No, he's, yeah, he's yeah. hardcore. Yeah. yeah, he's got some YouTube videos. He's very oh. hardcore. Well, no, no. So the one you're talking about, one for um, what was it for? It Arian like Foster. A, well, that no, was hilarious. I, I think that, that went. I haven't I think seen that, that one. went viral. That Arian was, Foster. I haven't seen that one. 
Well, I just the only one I know by him is the one with the bug, and the bug oh, was like yeah, trying yeah, to kill yeah. him. And he was freaking the fuck out, and it's like it's like been viewed twenty four million times on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, super popular. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like ultra famous. Okay, so Brian, you want to introduce our guest? Go ahead. So let's yeah, let's my, go through the whole thing. He's a quick. very he's a very good friend of mine, Derek. He's from uh, What's Up in the Cup. He's it's a uh, local uh, podcast. Tell us a little bit about your podcast, Derek. Uh, what's up in the cup is all about just how can I put this? Um, we're basically just a a local podcast yeah. where we just showcase all the local wineries, breweries, distilleries here in Houston. And we're working on not only just Houston, but also in Texas. And hopefully we'll be worldwide. worldwide. That's, that, that's, where, that's really what we're working on. And I'll say that for the mere fact that I want to be the one that be the on, like on location yeah. reporter. Because yeah. within the ni- next nine years, I'm going to be retiring. Yeah. I'm going to sell my house. Yeah. I'm going to live abroad. Might as well. Might as well. Yeah. Um, question. Well, Hold on. So... Um, so worldwide, so have you have you have you scouted any breweries like in Taiwan or Tokyo or anywhere well, in the Far East yet or not? I do know like in Thailand they have this one brewery. Uh, it's Singha. That's a local beer yeah. there. I oh, want to go the there. The elephants is that is that one? Yes, in the green bottle. Uh, no, it's in a white bottle. It's in a white bottle. Yes, it's okay. in a white bottle with a. It's not an elephant. It's like a lion. Yeah. So I want to go there. Uh huh. I want to go to, I think it's Leo, Leo Brewery, yeah. Tiger. Those are very uh, regional areas over there in Southern Asia. Yeah. And, and then on top of that, I know that in Thailand they have, I want to say in uh, Bangkok, they have like like brew pubs there. I want, I want, I want to be the one to actually I want to go that. there I want to go. and just say, hey, you know, try this beer and everything. So, I want to go. Oh, me too. I'm, that I sounds can't great. Wait. That sounds great. What Derek uh, Derek has failed to mention, he is a man of the world. He's is he? A, yes, he was a what Navy man. You Navy guy. Yeah, that's yes. right. Really, uh, a seaman. Yeah, so he spent uh, years and years abroad. Wait, wait, what? Go ahead, I have a lot of seamen. Yeah, you seamen. That's <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of experience in that. Don't we all, sir? But uh, no. So um, Derek has traveled the world, and uh, that's good in ways that we have not. Probably. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, cool. Speaking I of, I want everyone to be that. Be yeah, like I want to. I want to travel yeah, the world. I mean, because I'm gonna tell you like this. For me, it wasn't until I actually went to the Navy where I really understood. Um, America really ain't all that. No shit, dude. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm keeping it. I'm yeah. keeping it better than 100. Yeah, keep better it. than 150. Yeah. I'm keeping it 1,000. 1,000, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I like America, but one of the things I've realized is that um, there are definitely places. It's, it's just, we leave, we just, we're so, we're like these isolations. We leave out all this, diff- I mean, there's all this culture, all these different ways of thinking. There's so there's so many different ways to live a life. Yes. Yeah, okay. And we, we are she so ha- fucking narrow-minded. She has her flaws, but. Uh, Who? Uh, yes. America. America. <laughs> but I, I, yes, she does. I, I, I don't want to be in. I don't know. I don't imagine I'd want to be anywhere else besides this country. Yeah. So, but anyway, so this is uh, Brower with Beer, Blood, and the Bayou. Yeah. And this is Ralph. Ralph, yeah, it's Ralph Sweetwater. Yeah. That's right. We got a special guest, Derek, yeah. from yeah. What's Up in the yeah. Cup. Yeah. And so we've, 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 uh, so I, I've heard about What's Up in the Cup for a very long time. I follow you guys on the Instagram. Appreciate it. Um, and, uh, yeah. And so it, I've, I've seen you guys out and about. Mm-hmm. You guys have like a real fucking podcast, like, you guys have audio. You guys have video. Um, you guys are actually doing what we 
I think what we aspire to do, but are too lazy to do. <laughs> you guys are big time. Are too uh, technically yeah. oh, inproficient oh, to figure y- y'all out. Are too kind. Y'all no, are it's too good. Kind. St- it's good stuff, man. It's very good stuff. Um, yeah, I, I really. Here, go ahead. Oh, as a as a representative of, of what's up in the cup podcast, I really do appreciate what you're saying. No, kind I I, I, pre- I appreciate it too, man. It's uh, a <laughs> this is a great this is a great picture Welcome, by the way. Bro. The lighting's great. Yeah, God, I know like, we've been talking about the collab for a minute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, Brower here. Uh, Brower has mentioned several times about new projects coming up. Derek is going to be in that project. We've been uh, working on it. I, I'm trying to clear some headspace for it. So uh, we have hey, some. Yay. Yeah, we have some stuff coming up. So uh, Derek and I are uh, pretty local. Uh, I mean, the uh, loyal followers of uh, Bearded Fox. Yeah. Oh, so I know. That's what, I know. That's it's what, all he ever. It's all he ever you know, talks about. Because. I mean, that's the main reason why I'm right here because they just released the Foxtoberfest. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So it's give really good. Yeah. It's so really right, good. that this is going to be the beer that no. we're tasting today, the Foxtober. Yeah. Um, did I, did I, I, I don't. I ha- I'm, I'm drinking Brother Bernard, one of my did other I, favorites. No, not at all. Okay. All right. Okay. No. Um, the Foxtober, they nailed it. It's very, very good. Um, super malty, just like how I like, you know, like my Oktoberfest. Oh, yes. um, Absolutely. Uh, goes down easy. I could drink it through many a wiener eating contest. Uh, yes. I know. For me. Like, Fox, like I'm not just Foxtober, but Oktoberfest. That is like one of my prime areas as for the season. Amen. For this beer, and it's so funny because I remember when I was in the Navy, I had um, uh, annual training in Virginia. So I went over there. We went to like some type of sports bar in Virginia. It was um, Norfolk. I think it was called. The Red Dog Sports Bar. I don't know if it's there, but it was a cool place. And I remember um, I asked the the server, I'm like, hey, you want a beer or something to drink? I'm like, yeah. well, what do you have locally? What's your local craft beer? She's like, well, we have Oktoberfest. And oh, I'll take the Oktoberfest. Yeah. Was, so, this your, wait, was this your first time? Was this at, your first? At that particular, okay, okay, yeah. at that sports bar there in Norfolk. This is your first Oktoberfest or your oh, first no, time? Oh, no, okay. no, no. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm like a, okay, a okay. veteran. A seasoned season season veteran. Seasoned oh, beer drinker. Yes. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah, okay. I got I to be honest. Not a fan of pumpkin. Not a fan of pumpkin flavor. Not a fan of, not a fan of pumpkin spice. Mm. But I do like the uh, Oktoberfest beers. I do. I do. I do. This I like one in pumpkin. particular I really like. I, like I, I don't like pumpkin. I don't care. I but, like uh, it. No, I would say this is definitely one of my, uh, Dude, my I don't favorite of their beers. St- I don't think you finished your story. All right, so. God damn it, bro. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's okay. so rude to our guests. Yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. okay. He's rude to me He's going to buy me another October, Fox Tour fix. Excuse there me. So it's go. all good. Now Next one's done. on me, bro. All right. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. When I actually ordered the Oktoberfest there at the sports bar, and I guess it caught the eye or the attention of other people in my unit it was like wow so what's up with the Oktoberfest and I said oh this is a seasonal beer it's right around this time it is a phenomenal beer so then my um my my supervisor he was like well let me get one of those so he because at first he had ordered like Bud the Light. big beer, Bud, Bud, Bud Light. and I, we're not we're not gonna say it was just one of those big beers. Yeah, not giving not giving the air not giving no. the air time. No, right? they don't get any airplay here. Okay, okay. So he ordered one of those big beers, and he said, "What? Well, change my order. I want to get what he's getting." So then, nice. So then it was like a like a chain reaction. Well, what was that? 
well, October, I'll take one. Yeah, it was like And then went 15, on and on and on. Revelation, total revelation. Wow, wow. I was like, wow. Yeah. I didn't know I was that much of an influence you on are, it. You are, and that's that's how easy it is, you yes. know, to be that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was that's, phenomenal. That's how it, that's how it I, goes. I wish I knew the that particular craft beer that yeah. we had of Oktoberfest, but it was very good. Mm. I will say that. Yep. So. I like, I like uh, uh, my favorite Oktoberfest is probably Hofbrau House. Carbrock, you said? Shut up. No, um, it's um, I don't know. It's something. Hey, hey, hey do you want to roll back to the whole kid thing in breweries real quick? So I'm sitting uh, next to my I'm sitting next to my child, who who's um, five years old. He's five and he's four, and four. Um, he stubbed his toe earlier. Oh. Um, and uh, we got to go home, and he's not having a good time. And um, I don't know, man. Breweries are not for kids. Well, I mean, okay. sometimes. Are you sure? You know, okay. Here's here's what you need to have. Here's what the most important thing you need to have for a brewery, uh, for a kid at a brewery. If that kid can bury their head in an electronic device, unsupervised and totally fine. Which usually he can. Yeah. So today is a little different. Maybe he's not used to this. So, but anyway, we're at Bearded Fox. I don't know if we mentioned that. We are at Bearded Fox. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I got is Ralph. That what we are. That's right. So we got Ralph up here here at yeah. Bearded Fox. Uh, one of the main reasons that we decided to record on the fly. Yes. Here is because we have an event coming up next we week. We do. Here. We do. So tell them all about it, Ralph. Yeah. So um, we have the Mini Meats of Newark. Um, mm. It's going to be on uh, on Saturday. And uh, we're gonna have a gabagool sandwiches, which I've already sampled, and they are unbelievable. Derek, Derek goodness, did, they are phenomenal. I did bring up some. Gabagool. I didn't ever, I never heard of that sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just like a, a ribeye sandwich, but it's a little bit better. It's a Texas, it's a Texas interpretation it's of, gabagool uh, of with Italian capicola. Okay, um, it's 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 one week cured. It's smoked till doneness, and um, we put it on a. Put it on a bolio bun. Bolio? I, yeah, bolio. I totally fucked yeah. that up. Um, uh, uh, olive oil. I thought it was just a regular olive oil. Put some, um, We put some shallots, some olive oil. It was delicious. I oh, sprayed it down. Listen, I sprayed down with apple cider vinegar, the whole sandwich. Oh, nice. Wow. And do all this weird shit. So, I, so I'm going to tell you that. I'm telling it, you, that's, it is phenomenal. I am. Oh, I my am, goodness. I'm not going to say that I'm I, proud I'm not saying of that sandwich, anything, but, but I, I would like to I have I think it is one. delicious. I, I, I think it's so. So we're doing we're doing gabagool sandwiches. We're going to do sausage and peppers. Sausage and peppers. Sausage and peppers. And we're going to do Karen Ziti. These are all famous dishes from The Sopranos. Three. Which, well, with, with the Texas interpretation right. of craft meats. Okay. Ralph and I are, are, are famously... Enormous Sopranos fans. That's right. That's right. So uh, yeah. from back in the day. So, so we're gonna um, super excited. So we're gonna have a little. We're gonna have a little Sopranos party on Saturday, October second. Um, show up, and there's gonna be a lot of surprises. We're gonna. You may. You may actually get the chance to take some pictures with Tony Soprano himself. What? That's right. We're yeah, like weekend of Bernie style. We're bringing him back from the dead. Oh and, wow. Um, yeah, I'll be up here, and we're gonna be taking some. You're gonna inject we're gonna be with taking uh, some embalming fluid pic- and all that. That's right. And uh, well, <laughs> well, you went deep. I gotta be. I gotta be. I gotta be honest with you. Uh, if I can get real for a second, of all the celebrity deaths that hit me wrong. Yeah. Okay. So, Robin Williams, James Gandolfini, Kobe Bryant, and Norm Macdonald, Anthony Bourdain. No. Oh no, Anthony Bourdain too. That, that hurt. And let's, that I mean, you didn't soul, talk dude. about this, and he just recently died a couple of days ago. Was AJ Johnson? Oh, Ezel? Yes, he. Yes, yeah. man. I, when I saw that on YouTube, man, my heart just jumped a beat. Yeah, I was like, man. no, y'all are lying. He did not 
pass away. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's some people. I, I look, unfortunately, uh, he had not been on my radar for quite some time. But um, yeah, Robin Williams, I, I just he, he's been in so many big movies of my life. Anthony Bourdain is such a person that who's been such a big part of like yeah. what I thought it was cool and like. Hey, no, this, that, this dude, guy's he, got style. I'll tell you what. So I have this stupid, you know, what I call a beer blog and all that. He was like my number one inspiration, dude. He made working at restaurants kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, that sounds fucking stupid. I know, shit, but, but like, yeah, exactly. It's like, you're a cook? Oh, congratulations. Oh, hey, can I give a quick update to my Taco Bell story? He, oh, yeah. What happened? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. The last podcast, I told you guys about uh, me. You're, you're a cunt to a service worker. I know. I called the store. asked to speak to a manager. The person got on the phone. I gave him, uh, I gave him a what for. Well... I end up seeing that guy again. Yeah, you went there again. No, no, I didn't go you there. You said you weren't going to go there again. No, I didn't. The, my, wow. But I have a bank that's in the parking lot, so I see the guy getting into like one of those small like Range Rover car, like the like the compact Range Rovers. It was the fucking owner of that franchise. That's so who you, I told. That's who you talk shit to. I told the owner of that Taco Bell franchise, "You don't fucking deserve to work <laughs> at Taco Bell." And, and Are he, you serious? Yeah, he, the fucking owner of the place, screwed uh, up my shit. Wow. So you know what? But hold on, he was there by so himself. So let me tell you something. Hold on, he was there by himself? No, no, no. I was. I was dro- no, 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 no. I'm no, saying when you order your food, there was, was like two other people there, you know, working. So obviously they were understaffed and all that other stuff. But let me tell you something. I was, uh, I feel completely and totally exonerated in, in any sort of an absolved. I think you're making any, this. I think you're making this up. To no. Make yourself no, to make yourself no. look better. I think you're a fucking liar. No, 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 no. I'll show you my notes later. I had this written out as soon as I saw him. I took a note. This is still look, Derek. You may not have heard our last podcast, but I told her in our last podcast I I uh, laid into some Taco Bell worker on the phone because laid he screwed in my is, order. That's a very I told, I told well, him. Come on now. I mean, let, let's keep it once again one thousand. Okay. Brower was an asshole to a guy who worked at Taco Bell by himself. Exactly. No, okay, no, no, he no, wasn't no. working there by himself. He he screwed okay. up my order like twice in front of me, and there was no one else in there. I called up there and said I want this shit, and he told me he wasn't going to do something. And I told him you're you don't deserve to fucking work at Taco Bell. I told him he didn't deserve to work there. Turns out, based on the the way he was dressed and the car he's driving, probably the franchise owner. Unless oh wait wait wait, wait. What's Taco Bell employees. You're make, you're making an assumption. What do you have like a Bentley or something? No, he's driving one of those little squatty Range hey, Rovers. Hey, you're making oh. a, you're making okay. an assumption that that was him. You're not you don't know for sure. I know it was the guy. It was in the Taco Bell parking lot. I understand, but I you don't driving. know if he was the you don't maybe know if he's a franchise owner. Range Rover though. How, how could he not be? How but he but not you be? don't know if he was a franchise maybe, owner. Maybe maybe it's somebody else parked there. You don't you don't know, know that. if he's a franchise. No 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 no. no. I saw him. I saw him getting into it. Unbelievable. It's him. But do you know that he paid for it? I do not know what he would be doing there otherwise. <laughs> he has no business, no business being there. Anyway, point well, is, you know what? Maybe he did have like some. Maybe he invested in Taco Bell, and he's a dividend investor. Well, the Yum Group, the Yum Corporation. Now here, okay. Point is, Brower sleeps a lot better. You at feel night. vindicated, and you're not. You're at damn all. right. So he probably, you know what? He was probably like conditioned of like his parents, like not sending him to military school. That he started working at mm-hmm. Taco Bell. Bullshit. I think that's what's going on here, and I think that's, I think, I think you never know. Well, I'll tell you. So I've known Brower for a long time, and mm-hmm. one thing I can tell you is that he's full of shit. Well, that I'm sorry. and I am not full of shit. And he's one of the biggest pricks you'll ever meet. Okay, I mean it's not okay. even an meet- act. Like everybody's like, you know, we we you know meet people out and stuff, and they're like, hey, so tell me about Brower. Is he real? I was like, absolutely. He is. He is every much the dick. 
that he alludes to be. And you are. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you are. Once you get we're past gonna, that, once you get past that, we're gonna, that leave, we're gonna leave it at that. No, when they say we're yeah, gonna blood. leave it at that. Once you get past He's that, exterior, I am nothing but a big softy. Big old dick. Ah, you're not a softy. All right. Anyhow, okay. So I get. I think that's it. So any any last words? Any last words? Uh, yeah. I hope this uh, recording is not as bad as it think. Uh, I think sounds. it's gonna be okay. I can listen. I can. I'm gonna do some EQs. I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. You wanna? So also, I'd like to plug everyone in. You know the beer blood in the bayou I, yeah, sure. land yeah, yeah, about sure. the podcast. What's up in the cup? Yeah, what's up in the cup? Absolutely. Yes, you can absolutely. find us. Well, we had some of our beginning episodes on on SoundCloud, but okay. you can find a lot of our our live, not live, but like our visual. Yeah. On Twitch, which we are totally lacking, by the yes. way. Yes. It's mostly because we're ugly, but that's that's you don't have that problem. Uh. <laughs> Good for you, uh, by the way. They have they have some uh, ladies on their podcast. Yeah. That probably helps a lot. Oh boy, we're, yeah. we know we're not going to talk about that. I'll tell you that off off camera. Okay, cool. No. I cool. said off camera, off <laughs> off mic. Yeah, it's okay. It's all the same thing. So, anyways, anyways, yeah. Well, yes, what's so, up in the cup? So, yes, where, what, so you can follow us on like, all this all you, social Apple, network. Wait, hold on. So you, you guys on Apple? You guys on? Spotify? We're not on Apple yet. We're not on Apple. Okay. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. But you can find us on Facebook at at What's Up in a Cup. Okay. You can find us on Instagram. At what's up in the cup? What's up in the yep? Yeah. So check us out. You know, follow us. We really would appreciate it. Check out some of our videos, some of our content. You look here. I'm gonna tell you. You're gonna you're gonna be very. You're gonna find a lot of knowledge on beer, but also you're gonna be very entertained by the foolishness and the the you know the, tomfoolery. Yeah, exactly. That's why I like yes, to call it the, the whole group has the a shenanigans. They, they have real good. They all have really good chemistry. And they all that's kind good, of really man. work together. That's good. Well. No, that's and that's what it's all about. You know, yeah. I mean, to do this, like, like I before we start recording, usually I spit in his face, right? And uh, that's it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I spit in. I spit in his face usually before oh. we start recording. Um, it's just a habit I got into, mm-hmm. and that's you know. Oh, okay, I got you. Well, because I, I know he's gonna. Because I know what he's he's just, he's gonna do demean me as a human and so I might as well just go ahead and like it's just, an just equal, get it out yeah, yeah. equalize it yeah. immediately give me a so. fucking break yeah so all anyhow right. well, so, yeah you know what it's, 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 it's all about the beer it is I think that's what it is it is so we look to record another episode this week and potentially and definitely we're going to be recording an episode at the another uh, yes right oh yeah yeah we're definitely so we'll be recording at the event that's right the mini meets yeah, of Newark Saturday October 2nd um, That's right. Yeah, special appearance by Tony Soprano. That's right. There's gonna be a. We're wearing red tracksuits. Oh, that's right. Don't forget to order your tracksuit. I know. It's Are you gonna order it? Yes, I am. You better do it today. I will. Suit. Yeah, that's right. We're wearing tracksuits. Fucking Why? jersey, dude. Jersey, man. Oh, well, are you gonna have the I Rug Z? Mm, I drove I, one of those used, in high school. Used to, used to have one. I drove. T- one, you gotta have the T top though. I had T tops, bro. Oh. Let me tell you something. The first he got his uh, he got his radio stolen out of. Uh, that's right. The very first day I've ever, uh, the very first time I ever watched an episode of Sopranos. Hit that because that's actually wrong. That's you racist, bro. <laughs> Wait, what now? What what happened? Uh, the very first. Uh, uh, you know what IROC stands for? Italian retard out cruising. <laughs> <laughs> that's from a. I didn't say that. Yeah, I know. No shit. That's, that's Eddie Murphy. That's an Eddie Murphy joke. Hey, just because you're hey. of North African descent doesn't give you the I right. I am to North, fucking, a- North African. I know, but I'm sir. just telling you, it doesn't give you the fucking right to like West just go African ahead and descent. West African descent, North African descent. That's right. I'm just talking specifically about this fucking racist over here. It doesn't give him 
You, know, hey, you can't just bro. like defile fucking Italians, dude. Like, I'm not. I have an admiration and appreciation for mm. it. A certain, I have I have like 4.7 percent Italian. Yeah. So mm. bring it on. Okay. I know I'm one percent Irish. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. You look like a little dirty mick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I know, I know for a fact I am 46 percent Nigerian, um, 7 percent um, Cameroon, Ghana, Cameroonian, yeah, Cameroonian, yeah, yeah. Ghana, and the rest is like fractional. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so. me too, man. Yeah. It's all all over the map. Hey, it's all good. Yeah, mm. your map is a lot smaller than our maps. <laughs> I don't know what that means because your your map is pretty European, bro. You, hey, hey, easy so, colonizer. Hey, listen. Hey, so I saw this. Uh, hey, <laughs> listen. It's he's a colonialism. He's, a, he's a such a hey, colonizer. So I saw this. It's, oh, what are you going to take my land? <laughs> you here for my land and all my all my so stuff? So I saw this meme the other day. It's Thanks like, for hey, the blankets and smallpox. Like, Hold on. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. Uh, I have nothing. All right. So listen. So I got. I saw this meme the other day, and it said, hey, I just got my 23andMe results back. And it was a picture of a package from Trader Joe's, and it says Variety Cracker Pack. <laughs> I was like, there you go. That's pretty, That's pretty fucking... I can't laugh. It said, it said Variety Crackers. Is what Why do you say that? Cracker, vari- cracker Variety Pack or whatever. <laughs> I thought that shit was pretty funny. So. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, I think we're done. We're done. All right, it's good. All right, hey, nice. Thanks for coming on, man. Like, uh, what's g- up in the cup? Hey, I hope I do this again, man. Yeah, we'll, this, this is we'll fun. Do, we'll do a more formal one. We'll do it all together. Brower. I mean, this wasn't formal? Well, no, no. I mean, like, with, with your whole crew... And our whole oh. crew. Oh man, that's gonna, like we're gonna be on top of one. It's another. gonna be fucking. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Okay. Gonna, listen, we're gonna. Uh, get, uh, we hey, promise listen. next time we'll yeah. wear deodorant. Yes. All right. Well, uh, no, no. So listen, we're gonna get really fucked up, and then we're gonna record. Be on the lookout for more oh. from Brower and you know what's Derek. Really good shit shows. Everybody loves a yes. good shit show. Yes, I am right. down for that because it's gonna be a bunch of foolishness. Yeah, tomfoolery. Yes. I guess you could say that. All right, cheers, guys. And I'll, cheers. I'll say it's going to be some fucked upness. Yes, cheers. Yes. Cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. All right, thank you. Thank you. Bye. That was a, that was a good conversation, man. Yeah, I, I don't think I sound that, that drunk. Although I was pretty drunk. I, I, was, I was drunk enough that day that I did not go back the next day. Nothing new there, huh? That's right. I was very tired. Very Amen. Very tired. Amen. I learned a lot of these uh, remote casts that I'm not present for. Like, I learned a lot on the, uh, this one, as well as the barbecue one you did. The Snow's yeah, barbecue? Did you, yeah, did you, you give me feedback there. on that, Ralph? Did I what now? Did you give me feedback on that one? Yeah, everybody loved it, dude. I got lots and lots of, uh, lots of questions, lots of praise about how so many people learned so much about barbecue. Uh, I learned a lot. I stopped using uh, leftover pieces of uh, treated two by fours for my fire. <laughs> I didn't know that a mesquite was the way to go. <laughs> yeah, they don't cook with they don't cook with mesquite. So um, yeah. No, did, uh, did uh, no, no one said anything to you about being a little uh, up the guy's butt or what? No. Oh. Why, uh, is that, why is that what you got? That, is that what you got or what? <laughs> That's the only thing. I, everyone said it was pretty interesting, but they said that you were, you could make it tell that you, uh, that you really like a guy. Yeah, so? So what, man? Maybe you I was... Could, uh, you could tell the microphone, your microphone in particular was underneath the table. The maybe uh, maybe I was fanboying. Dude, uh, dude, I really respect that guy, man. He's like, he's one of the best guys in the game, dude. You know, so... It's like, yeah, no, it's really like Josh... 
Josh I'll be is, honest, it was pretty. I thought it was pretty fascinating. Josh, just like you and like you talking to like the top Magic player. I wouldn't go that far. I'm not cool, but mm. yeah, no, it was good though. Yeah, so let's go. Uh, let's move on. Blood. All right, Josh James. Uh, well, another, he's got uh, some big, information. Uh, Houston story. I'm gonna bring it uh, to you guys. You may not have heard about it. Um, it involves Brian Laundry and his ex Gabby Petito. Have you heard about this? Yes, well, uh, a little bit. The Petito girl. That's yeah. Yeah. So give a give a little bit of uh, exposition here. Uh, well, I'm not going to go on the whole story. Pretty much everyone knows about it. Broward, you have something to say real quick? Yeah, uh, Dr. Drew, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Uh, he said that, I said, first of all, these aren't influencers. These are homeless people. And he said that they were drug addicts. You can tell by looking at the laundry guy he, he, on his face. You can see he's got some, some clear signs of drug abuse. And he, uh, that was his, his, his opinion is that these are homeless people living in a van, going across the country, um, and acting as if they're some they're also drug drug abusers. So there, there could be a little more to the story, and so I'd be interested. I, that was his Nichols assessment. You know, didn't really you know that, that was just a, a quick aside that I heard him say. Yeah, van life. I is, mean, it is all over the place. I mean, van life sure. is re- really like it's like it's all over Instagram. It's like a very cool thing, but yeah, I mean, it is. But but not everyone. I mean. Not everyone's like retired, yeah, you know, tech billionaire. Yeah, they go trick out their you know school bus, and right? Are, or they're excited that they're living in a shitty van, or even excited that they're living in a van. You know, I mean, like, yeah, exactly. It's completely different when like you don't want to live in a van versus like you have to live in a van. Well, uh, what's his name? Uh, Merrick's most wanted Walsh. I forget his first name. Jesse Ventura. Matt, Matt Walsh. And that, yeah. Uh, well, Adam was a kid. Adam Walsh was yeah. his son. He was on, I mean, if you only listen to their right-wing political channels or podcasts, you probably wouldn't have caught this, but he was on a CNN on Anderson Cooper twice last week, and this he fucking like went off, by the way. This is a side note of what I'm talking about tonight, but he... Uh, went off on a what? Uh, they had to stop him twice to say, uh, CNN and our attorneys do not have not confirmed what you're telling us, but uh, you can keep talking, basically. Well, what do you say? Because he was just, he kept, he kept rallying on about how the neighbors, he was able to contact the neighbors. Now it's public news. But before, last week, he was the only one, I guess, they got to contact the neighbors. The neighbors, which is going to lead into my story, they had um, came forward to him and said that they noticed that the laundry family had bought a um, RV, what well, I wouldn't call it an RV. It's it's a truck mounted. Have you seen those ones that go on the back of the bed of a truck? Yeah, like a camper, like a little yeah. camper shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they had bought one. So, long story short, he came back into Florida to his family's house with her van. By the way, it was not his van; it was hers, and she was not there. Everyone knows that. But when he came back, uh, it was not in the news that he was back, and no one even knew she was missing. So, they bought a. Um, in this week that he was in Florida, they bought a um, camper shell and they left. And these neighbors met with Walsh and are t- called him and thought it was very strange that their grown son, who they knew, John Walsh, was, yeah, John Walsh was going to pack. Said that it was very strange. The neighbors said that the son, Laundry, who was in his however old he is, late twenties, was getting in a K 
camper sale to go with his parents on a camping trip for the weekend. I guess they told the neighbors, like, hey, we're going on a camping trip. Of course, this time, nobody knew that she was missing. Long story short, this week it came out that that camping trip, you know, everyone, if you've been following this at all, they've been searching that uh, reserve in Florida, like 25,000 acres of, like, swamp land where the parents said they found his Ford Mustang and he was, like, left a letter that, or whatever, that he was, they basically thought he was going to go out there and commit suicide, which is... Adam Walsh that never, ha- that never happens huge red herring and they're just telling the FBI that yeah, never happens that, that man. this is a waste of fucking time there's no way he's in that reserve well now as of this week yesterday or today the old dog the bounty hunter got involved and as was he always able does. to use his contacts and track down the campground in Florida 75 miles away from the family house which is where they took him he did not go to the fucking game reserve they as Walsh was common sense was telling him that was a red herring. They took him to a, cause they came back. They told Adam Walsh, the neighbors were like, they left John Walsh, Walsh or John Walsh, whatever. John yeah, Walsh not Adam Walsh. Adam Walsh was the uh, guy John who was Walsh killed by them. Otis Till. They, they told John Walsh they left all three of them and came back. He was not with them. It was just the parents. So Brian laundry was not there. It's because they dropped him off. According to dog, a bounty hunter, into this Florida campground on like the Panhandle area. And then as of today, he, which is the tie into Houston. And you're probably wondering how this has anything to do with Houston. Yeah. What does this have to do with Houston? I mean, I could, I could only imagine that he did not have the money or wherewithal to take a boat from the Panhandle of Florida to where he was just spotted, which apparently is in Mexico. So he probably had to drive through Houston in my opinion, personally, to get to Mexico, where he has now possibly been spotted in a restaurant in Mexico. And it's a very, if you look on, if you Google Brian Laundry Mexican restaurant, Mexico. Wait, wait, hold on. I mean, wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on. Stop, stop, stop. He was in a Mexican restaurant in Mexico. So isn't that just like, hold on. Isn't that just like a normal restaurant? restaurant? He was just in a restaurant, right? Yeah, I mean, that's my point. So they like, may, they may. well, so like you're, you know, here, you know, you're at like a Denny's. Are you in an American restaurant? No, you're just at a fucking Denny's. I think I, the article even called it that, by the way. I wasn't just saying that. They called I, the Denny's? I agree. Um, but that's where his, this photo has been taken. A very, I'm just trying to bring up a point. I wouldn't say a low, low resolution, but it wasn't the best. I don't think it was the new iPhone 13 photo used, but. It definitely looks like him yeah. in a in a restaurant in Mexico. So he, as Walsh, clearly spelled out the trajectory of this guy where he was. He called it from day one, and he was. It looks appears to be completely right. Red herring. Everyone's hey. searching for him in the swamp. He's already in Mexico. Drove right down the human trafficking highway, I ten, man. Yeah, and then probably just probably took a south on 45 and just went right into Mexico. Or he could have gone... 245 degrees in Galveston. He went to Galveston, he mm. took the ferry. <laughs> <laughs> to the Yucatan. Uh, I know, I wasn't done. He took 45 <laughs> to 59. <laughs> 59. <laughs> and then he went into Mexico. A little shortcut. Uh, 
actually quicker. That's actually quicker if you go that way. But um, anyway, so there is now there are now sightings of him in Mexico, which is what people were afraid of. And uh, Walsh said that that's where a lot of his that's what he does now is tracks down people that are like you know abusing abusers and whatever. And they have tip, a lot of them go to Mexico. Everyone knows that, but. They eventually get caught. I mean, there's no way this guy. I mean, someone took a picture of him in a restaurant. So yeah, I, mean, no, I, 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 I mean, I, it would not surprise me if he if he went down to Mexico. But all the, the unless he spoke the language and has an exact place to go and a safe place to be, you're not going down to Mexico right now. They're, they're pretty chaotic down there. So yeah, I, would, yeah, I, don't, uh, I don't even know. Strongly advise against it. And quite frankly, I would I wouldn't go into. Uh, to the swamps in Florida. Fucking alligators aren't no joke, man. Like, that's right. Hurricane Ida went through. They, they, they lost people to alligators. <laughs> like, they, they, these are these dinosaurs walking around that are eating people. They, they I, mean, cut open I think you just, you choose your, you choose what language you can speak. Um, uh, learn to speak Spanish or learn alligator. And he chose Spanish. Mm. And I don't know if it's wise. Oh. Well, yeah, I don't know about so. that, but uh, that is yes, and I would not. It, it, it seems like he would. Uh, he would definitely run. So, all right, quick question. Yes, you guys. Uh, you guys know it takes me an expert, right? Ten thousand hours, according to Malcolm Gladwell. That's, that's mm-hmm. five years. It's about, about five years of a full time job, forty hours a week. I don't think that we're quite experts in true crime because, I mean, I, you know, cobble together your pot. I, I think I'm probably close to about 5,000 hours. I think you guys, maybe between documentaries, podcasting about it, and listening to a podcast about it. What is your opinion? What do you think? Guilty or innocent? Uh, innocent, innocent, innocent till proven guilty. Okay. But I'm joking. Little, Fucking uh, guilty, dude. Little obviously guilty. Obviously like guilty. Magnifying glass, and then give you give your opinion now, based on the actions. Hundred percent. There's no way that he. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna say he did it, I, because I obviously nobody knows. But there's no way. The things he did are the exact things that God forbid I ever got in a situation where that happened to me that I would do. I would go directly to my family and trying to figure shit out and then I would disappear before it hit the news. I mean, <laughs> you go to your brother? <laughs> I would go to him and he, he would have connections with a biker gang or something. No, I would definitely, I mean, he, he basically he did everything that um, someone of his age that is obviously, he's probably not a serial killer or a spree killer so he probably did what he only thing he knew to do, which was to go to his family and be like, "What the fuck do I do?" And I, I'll go further with that. Um, they, to me, should be uh, facing some kind of legal action when this no. is all done. If that if that comes out, no, no, eighty no. and betting, man. I mean, that can't, you can't do that. It's their child. All right. I mean, you you can make the case. It is their child. It is their child. They believed him. They were in fear for his life. And they took him. And they they could easily make the case. Easily. Let me tell you something. No prosecutor is going to go after it. I mean, I know know there's cases. Of course not. No, no. I I know there's cases that moms do get involved. 
but that's when they know explicitly that a crime has been committed. You know, if you're hiding someone that's on probation, you know they've been either convicted or whatever. You know, so that's one thing. But if you're it, 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 this, this, your son comes to you and tells you that tells you a story, doesn't matter what he told told you. There is no he's not guilty to anyone in this world at that point. So whatever they did, they can always it, it easily explain as like they were in fear for his life or they were doing what the fuck they wanted to. I don't know. I feel like it's boy. It depends on what he told him. I mean, but I mean, he's, if, 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 he's been gone before they ever found the body. Because as far as they knew, she left him, and he was all sad. And maybe he was sent to Mexico. Uh, but I mean, come on. I mean, he you don't come home empty-handed in a in a van, by the way, that was hers, not his, and be like, "Hey, will y'all take me in your new fancy truck camper RV shell?" to a campground in the panhandle because I just want time to think. I think that there's too much there. I don't well, know. Maybe, I mean, I plausible deniability, and I think that they, that they could easily, you know, get away, get away with this. Not that they, maybe they, they, they Hey, can I, can I jump never, in? They could never suspect that they would do anything wrong. I'll say this. I have a similar story that has nothing to do with anything near the, this issue. Oh Much God! I hope you tell happened. it. I hope you tell it in full detail, and I hope you take a long time to tell it. No, it's nowhere near the what happened here. But I um. Oh no! When I was in high school, there was a problem with people letting off stink bombs in oh school. Oh God! And it got out of hand. And I went to my mother, who was a teacher at said school, and told her that um I had been selling. Sting bombs to kids <laughs> in school. That's a very, this is a very true story. And she immediately went to the principal's office and turned me in, uh, and I got detention. Again, some parents handle things differently. This is a much, some parents much more difficult situation. Mm, but I feel like your mom's a it, narc, man. Uh, she really wasn't. Looking back, it kind of sucked. I mean, it was a, whatever. But I feel like it. I don't know. I mean, there's. You put you put her career in danger, man. You put her career in danger. I mean, it was no, it was a. When I say it was bad, it was like, I mean, I sold like ten, and these kids must have been like, "Let's fucking do this every day this week." It was a big deal. Like people, they were like calling in like plumbers to like rework like plumbing, like trying to figure the shit out. And no pun intended. I had to finally tell her, thinking like, "Hey, guess what? You know." I'm telling anyone, but it was me that sold I'm them. Mr. Stinky. We flea market the week before at Trader's Village. Y'all remember mm, Trader's Village? Yeah. yeah I, why, why'd you come? Dude, I remember their glass. Hey, they're, hey, they're glass. Um, I remember their glass. I don't remember. We'd been in Trader's Village the weekend before, and I bought stink bombs. No big deal. I didn't think it was a big deal, but it, it was such a big deal at school. Like, I mean, they were like announcing on the PA, like, hey, if anyone knows who's doing this, because after they figured out that's what it was. I started freaking out and told my mom, I'm like, hey, I, I sold some. I, I didn't do it, which I didn't do it. I'm like, but maybe it's something I sold. Mm. And then she's like, oh. So you're the narc. Well, you're going to prison. You I mean, narc. She, like, immediately told, like, she, like, beelined it to the prison. Her, her own boss, basically, the principal was like, it's my son. And I'm like, well, that's sweet. Never yeah. telling you anything else. Yeah. A life. Mm. All right. Like, Any, know, so, this, real, this, real quick. So, hey, 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 hey. Any final thoughts? We got to move this along. We're uh, run, running hot here. Uh, she's guilty. He's guilty. Uh, and uh, her, 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 her 
his parents are uh, doing what any parent would do or should do, except for James' mother. Hmm. Uh, I don't know, Ralph. I need to know your opinion, Ralph. Are you thinking that they should be? They're not going to be punished for it, but do you think it's wrong what they did? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, the the thing is, is like, you know, I would think that if my one of my kids killed somebody else. I would turn him in. I think I would. But you, you don't. You don't know that. I know. I know. You're right, and you're right. I, you don't know until you know it happens to you, and that's why there's been so many books and fucking no, no, movies. No, no, about no, this. no, 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 no. Not that it happens to you. He he could have said any number of stories. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's he, a good point. You, he doesn't. They don't have the information. They only know that she is not with him. Broward that's Jay. the only thing they know. So there you go. Josh is getting, uh, okay, well, Josh is getting sauce right. right there. Maybe they're just like, I am 100% right. Okay, well, I mean, I just in closing here, if that is true, knowing what they know now, I would say, I would have think they would have come out and said the dog, the bounty hunter, finding out the truth, they would have been like, oh, by the way, we dropped him off at a campground. We did not drop him off. That was all fabricated because we were nervous. But I think by now, if they were not wanting to, because they gave him like a six-day head start, according to Walsh, by doing what they did with this whole wetlands uh, red herring trick that's, you know, causing everyone in law enforcement to be out there in the swamp. Yeah. So at, at, by now, once they found the body, it probably should have been like, okay, so we dropped him off at a campground. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. Is he gonna? I guess the question of the day is: Will he? Will he turn up alive or dead? I don't think. I think he'll probably end up taking his life. Unfortunately, he's gonna kill himself. Yeah, I don't think that he's got nowhere to go. I mean, you, Mexico is not like you're going to some other fucking world. I mean, everyone's got phones down there. They all got fucking iPhones. I mean, there's no way he can just go down there and get a job. You know, working in, in a in a at a farm somewhere and go just disappears in the 1970s or something but yeah maybe i'm wrong i don't know maybe he's got 10 grand he's gonna go find himself a, a nice little hammock somewhere on the beach and find some senorita senorita to make senorita some beans for breakfast and call it life well, something wrong with that. Uh, you never know all right good story great story uh, yeah. great story oh, right. houston based that's right <laughs> yeah houston driven through um, yeah. All right. So we're ready for some. I got some really great, great news from. Uh, oh, wait, are we moving on to the Bayou section? section? What's that? Are we moving on to the Bayou section? Let's go to the Bayou section. I got some Here we great are. news for the, for the Bayou section. Broward to close it out for the. Close it out. Let, let's hear it. All right. From Channel 13, KTRK. Uh, former Houston police chief Art Acevedo is in danger of being fired. Just months into his new job in Miami. Oh, no. Acevedo left Houston to become the police chief for Miami Police Department back in April. Right after he said, get ready for 500 murders. I think we're at like 388 or 390 something right now. Uh, <clears throat> Monday, Miami City Commissioner. So he's held, not exactly killing it down there, I guess. Well, no one intended. City Commissioners held a special meeting to question Acevedo about his performance in the role. Commissioners are enraged in a series of removals and hirings by Acevedo. What is that? What's that? 
Hey, listen, uh, they're also furious this? over a statement in which he said uh, the Cuban mafia was running the Miami Police Department, according to a report by WPLG. Uh, yeah, he, he basically said that the uh, the Cuban mafia is running the whole uh, thing and the government's all correct. I wonder if that's On true. On September 9th, Acevedo released a statement via Twitter apologizing for his remarks. While the statement was made to be humorous, I have since learned that it is, a highly, it is highly offensive to the exile commu- community of which I am a proud member. I want to thank the city of Miami commissioners for kindly informing me this morning that historically the Castro regime referred to the exile community in Miami as the Cuban mafia. He wrote, suffice it to say, I would have never made the statement and I extend my apologies to our community. Mm. Acevedo was born, was born in Havana, Cuba, but grew up in California. Oh, my commissioners in Miami specifically Commissioner Joe Carrillo said that they want Acevedo to focus on being an administrator and not being, quote, out there at every event. That's exactly his fucking problem. Yeah. Acevedo is never in it for the city. Give him a he's only in it for himself. Give him a camera. He was, he's only trying to raise his, uh, his, his, his platform. Yeah, he was only to raise who he is, his whatever. So. Uh, I will be darned if I'm going to let a new transplant come here and think that he can do whatever the heck he wants to do or say. Carrillo said during, meeting, during a meeting earlier this month, WPLG reports, the commissioners do not have the power to fire Acevedo, but they can issue a vote of no confidence or removal. Acevedo's boss is the city manager who works uh, the will of the commission. Works the will of the commission. Wow, God, I hope he gets fired. He is a piece of garbage. He does not belong in his job. I mean, talk about like failing up. I mean, this guy. How in the world? I, 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 don't know, I guess we consider Miami an upgrade. Maybe he does, but you know, it's a cooler city to be. Well, I mean, in, in namesake, it is. I guess to the nation, maybe. But I don't think it's. I mean, no. I mean, if you're size wise, it's not. Yeah, you're not going from Houston to Miami, then to like director of the FBI. You know, whatever the fuck his path is supposed to be. Uh, so going along with that, so in the wake of the Acevedo mess, Houston sees 30% increase in homicides compared to this time in 2020. Um, so this is another story from KTRK. We feel like there's been more violent crimes around Houston lately. Statistics show that this is certainly the case. Many other major U.S. cities are seeing an increase in homicides as well. ABC 13 gathered data from public information officers at each of these police, each of these police departments. Uh, as of Monday morning, September 27, 2021, Houston had 344, sorry, 344 homicides, which is a 30% increase over this time last year, and a 73% when there had been 199 up to this point. So, uh, how is the number of homicides so far this year in Houston compared to other major cities? Philadelphia has had 404 homicides through September 26, which is an 18.7% increase over last year, which they're a much smaller city than we are, by the way. Los Angeles has had 288 homicides through September 22nd, which is a 21% increase over this time last year. Chicago has 602 homicides, which is a 1% increase this last year. Uh, over last year. They had 580 at this point. Yeah. Good Lord. I've heard a lot of people talking shit about Chicago being a shit show because they keep blaming Obama for it for whatever reason still. Really? Still? I mean, that just some policies or, I don't well, know. Well, they, they had this really wacky mayor, Lori Lightfoot. She is in over her skis 
Um, and uh, I mean, she that over job has done a, done a number to that poor woman. I don't over know if, I mean, skis? you see, the day she's elected to the she is now, she looks like she's aged a thousand years. Um, so we have more than uh, LA, by the way. Oh, yeah, we have over 100 more. Uh, or no, 50 more. Uh, how does how does the number of homicides so far this year in Houston compare to other large Texas cities? I compared to Dallas Fort Worth and San Antonio, Houston has seen the largest increase in homicides from 2020 to 2021. As of September 27th, Dallas has had 115 homicides compared to 160 at this point last year. They've had less. They've had a 1.3% decrease. Uh, there have been 86 homicides so far this year in Fort Worth, which is near a 12% increase over this time in 2020. Um, in San Antonio, there have been 105 homicides compared to 100 at this point in 2020. So uh, Houston's uh, really doing doing well, holding holding the number one spot for uh, most homicides in the in the, uh, in the state. So uh, good for us. Uh, all right, let's see. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Oh my God! Listen to this story. This is uh, KHOU. Uh, Houston police said a man is in custody and charged after he shot and killed a teenager at a Sunnyside store late on Monday. Uh, the shooting happened just before 10 a.m. along Scott and Barbary. Houston police spokesman uh, Keith Smith said, uh, witnesses told the police that a suspect, 47-year-old Al Vernon Brown, went into the store and pointed two guns at multiple customers and employees. Um, uh, store clerk says, uh, I've been working at the store for five years, seven years actually, but I've never had an experience like that. A crazy dude coming in with two guns trying to kill everybody, trying to kidnap them. Uh, store clerk Johnson James later told KHOU uh, 11 News. James, yeah, James said Brown came in and went Uncle to grab a juice. Josh. But when, the, when a group of kids walked in, he jumped up on the counter and pulled out the gun. Uh, he didn't want anyone to leave the store. He wanted everyone to stay in the store, lock the, lock the store, and call the police. He told everybody to call the police, James said. Brown told the hostages to get on the ground. Several people outside saw what was happening, including a teenage, including the teenage victim. The 17-year-old, who was armed as well, went into the business and demanded the suspect let the customers and workers go. Brown then fired both of his guns, wounding the teen. The teen, whose name has not been immediately released, was rushed to the hospital with an injury to the torso. He did not survive. Oh, no. Police say one of, yeah. Police say one of the people being held in the store managed to run away but was also shot at in the process. It's, it's unknown if they were hurt. When officers arrived, Brown dropped his pistols and surrendered. He was taken into custody. Police said Brown was charged with murder and was released from jail Sunday after posting bond on the DWI case. Was he really? He was released? Just now released on DWI. What? And he went back to jail. <laughs> Investigators don't know why Brown pointed his guns at people in the store. Robbery is not believed to be the motive in the case. Clerk in the store told KHU's 11... Uh, 11 Michelle Choi that surveillance cameras captured the shooting on video but they're not released uh, oh here we go there's a FOIA right here for us I want to get the video of this for the uh, Freedom of Information Act because it's, uh, it has not been released to the public at this time uh, police said there was three employees and five customers in the store at the time they had to speak uh, to the one person who managed to run away so yeah that's, that happened a guy takes uh, takes everyone hostage in the store kid comes in with a gun Points at him, tells him to uh, let everyone go, try to be a hero. He's going to get shot. Can you believe that? Gosh, that's terrible. Terrible. Yeah, I know. Uh, you guys want to hear the biggest piece of shit uh, award? 
Uh, for I've always wanted that. That's right. A 25-year-old man is facing felony charges in connection with the beating death of an infant in Harris County and the sexual assault of another girl. Cortez Tyrell Evans is charged with injury to a child and super aggravated sexual assault of a child younger than six. Uh. Super. Evans was arrested by U.S. Marshals in Missouri Tuesday. Harris County Sheriff said Gonzalez uh, said he'll be extradited back to the Harris, back to Harris County. According to Gonzalez, Evan, Evans was taking care of his girlfriend's daughter, seven-month-old Messiah Berger, at a residence on Aldine Bender. Uh, on, on June 13th, deputies responded to the home after receiving reports of not breathing. Gonzalez said Messiah was found dead at, the, at an area hospital, according to Gonzalez. Uh, the baby suffered several internal injuries and severe head trauma. Court documents said Evans beat Messiah with his hands and also used a blunt on him. He was officially charged with injury to a child on September 20th. And it goes into some detail about the super aggravated sexual assault, but I don't think we can talk about that. It's pretty no. Yeah, let's leave that one up. So, yeah, uh, this has got to be the biggest piece of human garbage of the last two weeks in the city. So, and, that, and that says good a, job Cortez yeah good job yeah all right I mean I, he's tw- oh. we need to get an awesome we need to get awesome back here that's <laughs> right get his, get his town cleaned up this, this guy's 25 years old okay I mean he's in his house as a, a preteen or something he's not that far removed from being at home his fucking parents didn't answer this shit speaking of parents being responsible this guy's parents uh, that's it. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I mean, it's it's true. Yeah, that's it, a little bit more of a gray area than aiding and abetting. But um, yeah, of course, of course. But what I'm saying is, is that this is how do you raise a human being to do this? You know, this isn't like oh, he's mentally disturbed. No, he's not. He, com- he committed two different, completely different crimes. It's children, children, children. This is. This is this guy is going to get the um, the the slicked up path to the death chamber for this. Uh, I mean, he he will be sliding very quickly down the death row um, uh, slide, so to speak. So anyway, that's right. Many meets of Newark. Who's ready for that? I am. Many meets of Newark, October second. Uh, yeah, so how many uh, are you? Are you? Selling tickets? Is that how we're doing it here? Yeah, we're, I'm doing pre-sale, and you can just walk up. But man, I would highly recommend the pre-sale because that will guarantee you get some gobble ghoul. That's right. So, is there a chance it's going to sell out this this uh, venue or what? Very, very likely. So yeah, so yep. If you're going to come, highly recommend you getting. Your tickets in advance. It's going to be. Uh, what is the TV situation like? Are they going to have like a an iPhone set up on a table or an iPad or something? Or yeah, an iPad, and everybody's going to huddle around the iPad, and then everybody's just going to borrow um, multiple ear pods, and yeah, that's how we're going to do it. So. All right, seems fair. Why are you asking so? Why, why are you asking so many questions? Just kind of getting ready for the. Mm. Our listener, if he, if he comes out, our listener may want to know what the status is. I know that I know that one listener is not going to come out. The guy you're talking about. Oh, I just think a contributor, a contributor, a, a contributor 
of ours for suing me that Acevedo article. Found it on my own because I went looking for it, but I, I have not heard that yet. So, uh, thank you. Oh, um, I got one more story for you, but this will make this will this will tickle Brower. My uh, my neighbor that every once in a while pops around with his shirt off. He was the, uh, the guy guy's dying. Well, I wouldn't, you know, he's getting out, but he. The other day, I pulled in the, into the old driveway, and he came over and said, uh, "We were just talking. I don't even know what we're talking about, but we." We're talking about the, the amazing shop I've got in the backyard, and I was like, yeah, you know, it, it's been pretty nice, that shop I built, you know, for, for woodworking. And he said, quote, unquote, oh, I thought, you, I thought that was a playhouse for kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was like, that is, it looks bigger than a playhouse for kids. Yeah. I think, you know, he, he thought it was a playhouse for kids, but it's the shop. So I thought Broward liked that. I thought it was a little bit bigger looking than uh for the neighbors to see, but he apparently thought it was a very tiny building for kids. Well, it kind of is, but, uh, you know, they come in, but they don't go out. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Basement. Basement yeah. We're going to, we're going to go ahead and cue the music. Uh, October 2nd, mini meets Newark, uh, show up, eat some copy. Yeah. Thanks right. for hopping on the cast with us. That's right. All right. Good job. See you.